The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. At 205 on this, the Tuesday edition. We skipped over a day, Andrew Gross. We certainly did, but you know what? It's a sort of a glass half full situation. I feel like we've got a good jump on the week by starting on Tuesday. I think mm. it's something we should possibly entertain on a regular basis. <laughs> when you think about it, we get through this, and we're only two hours away from being halfway through the week. So it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it a lot. Of course, for those who were expecting a word of the day yesterday, or on Friday they didn't get it, so we'll do it today. Absolutely. Yeah. Back on schedule today at uh, 4.20ish, right after we talk to the uh, the gang over at Global News. Ah, that's right. And that's, of course, to join uh, Jay and I on our winter holiday to the beautiful area of Playa Mujeres, Mexico, in January. I am so enjoying saying Playa, Playa. Mujeres. It, well, Playa, Playa. I'm told it's Playa, not Playa. I know, but someone else told us Playa. So. I know, but Playa told me Playa. And here's the thing. Um, it's one of those things where I know for a fact playa is correct, but I know common usage is playa. Yeah. So what do you do? Whatever. It's a yeah. really great resort. It's a good it's trip. It's a five-star resort um, not far from Cancun. And if you want to find out more right now, newestravel.com. All the details uh, right there. You can check it out in case you don't think, yeah, you know, you don't want to win your way in. You're just going to say, I'm going to do this. I'm booking it. Go for it. It's pretty reasonably priced for everything you get. We'll talk more about that, I'm sure, uh, coming up at uh, 420. How was the weekend? Weekend was good. You were out and about doing a uh, walking eating tour, I saw? Yeah, Walktails. Why is it called that? Because we walk and we drink cocktails. Oh, oh I didn't get... <laughs> it's walktails instead uh, totally of cocktails. It's walktails. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, on Saturday we went downtown. Uh, the kid dropped us off over at Roger's place. And then we proceeded for the next few hours just to make our way down downtown Edmonton through different restaurants, down through the farmer's market. Got to, ran into a whole bunch of people hadn't seen in ages. Sean uh, Fleming among yeah, them. Yeah. We could have used him on the weekend. I was going to say, what's he up to? <laughs> He's, how, how, how badly could that leg be out of shape? Yeah, you know what? He It was funny because he just got back from uh, walking the um, West Coast Trail, mm-hmm. which is a pretty rigorous hike. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, you got much to do with football these days. <laughs> He's like, no, not really. I'm like, oh, you're too bad. Well, you know the guy who uh, missed the 46-yard attempt at the end of the game that would have tied it and put it into uh-huh. overtime? Uh, you know, uh, he was working in the office a week before that. Like he was a scout. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, generally speaking, and I'm sure the sports guys have had and will have more to say about this, my, uh, my take on the Eskimos this year is that they're the best team in the league if everyone returns. If everyone on their roster returns... They're the best team in the Well, league. how about this? If, if everyone on the roster returns and they can get a half-decent return. So one of the things I think that they leg on a regular basis the last couple of years is... Uh, years. Yeah, is, and is, any, is any return game. I mean, if you can... If you could get better field position uh, right off the top, for instead sure. of starting on, on your own 15, your own 20. Yeah, that's been an ongoing issue for sure, but they've compensated for it. They, In fact, you say a couple of years. It's been more than that mm-hmm. in, in my estimation. But our, the three areas that I saw on Friday that I just thought, oh, come on, but I know that we have mm-hmm. personnel. They're just not out there because they're injured. Uh, special teams, kick return and kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the secondary, the, we have practically no coverage in the secondary and we get picked apart constantly it's frustrating to watch i scream at my tv Mm -hmm. constantly turn around Mm -hmm. turn around Mm -hmm. these dbs are back there with their backs to the ball Mm -hmm. 
And listen, I know they made it to the CFL and I didn't, but <laughs> I also know that you can't catch something you don't see. You can't see. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit of a frustrating game. Hey, it was an exciting game to watch. It was a great game, game. yeah. Um, there was a couple of calls there, questionable calls that I know you know yeah. some people are still furious about. If you follow Section O on Twitter, oh my gosh, they're still losing their minds. Um, yeah. About a number of things. Well, and of and course, hey, you know was the Jason Moss uh, thing, right? Jason Moss losing his uh, his business <laughs> off the top, yeah. which, you know what, I, I love passion in a coach, but mm-hmm. sometimes I think you also need to set an example. And I think, uh, you know, later on in the game, we saw a lack of uh, discipline with uh, who was it that did the throat slash. You can't do that. Well, the throat. You just can't do that. The throat slash thing, in, in my mind, is way different than the Chucky, the audio equipment at the bench. I, You know what? I, I sort of kind of a little bit differ from you. I also admire passion in sports. I had no problem with Jason Moss's display because I don't believe at that level of football. I mean, if if you're coaching Bantam and your coach loses it, then yeah, I can see a bunch of Bantam players losing mm. it. But these guys are pros and they've been... No, they're not pros because a real pro wouldn't do that throat slash. Well, the throat slash thing was just you know? stupid. So, and yeah. when he did it, I thought, oh, nobody called it, nobody called it, and then suddenly yeah, they called it. But here's the other thing, and I know, you know, y'all maybe didn't tune in to get our thoughts on the on the football game mm. on Friday night. But the other questionable one, and we'll go back, is that is that hit on Mike Riley. And I caught it out of the corner yeah. of my eyes. I'm like, oh, late hit. More so than that late hit, it was, you know, helmet right under the chin. Oh, yeah. But there was no call on it, but yet then you take him out of the game for protocol con- concussion. How do you take him out of the game for protocol concussion when... The refs don't even call it. I get what they're doing. There's mm-hmm. a, a magic spotter up somewhere doing it, and I think that they did the right thing, even though he wasn't happy about it, a number of people weren't happy about it. But how do you not make a call on that? I know. If you can review, honestly, a throat slash and five minutes later call it, you could certainly review that hit. So I don't understand it. I just, in both hockey and football, I would just like these control centers to be more consistent in what they call, when they call it, and what the outcome of the call is. But... It seems. It seems like I don't know. It, it, hockey's going to start again soon. Well, it has, right? The Young yeah. Stars is already on. Exhibition starts what next week? It's crazy. Um, we're going to get frustrated all over again by this. I know I am personally. Where you just what is goalie interference yeah. again? And you know what I did love was uh, was when the um, the cameras kept going back to the smashed up receiver on the. Yeah, me too. It's like oh. my biggest tweet of the uh, the night was uh, the Eskimos so far have 218 yards in passing, 318 if you include the stuff they threw on the bench. <laughs> How about go yellow line, go home, you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? I didn't see it, but yeah, I saw your tweet. Did yeah, I was yeah. watching and I I said that yellow line is is you know going diagonal across. It didn't run across the lines; it went diagonal, like um, from let's say the 35 to the 40. 45 instead of right across the 40 and yeah, it and uh, it was just that was strange and I, I turned to coach and I said is that today did I really just see that or <laughs> what right? now were you watching the game while walking about doing cocktails no 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 the game the game was Friday night uh, yeah walktails was Saturday oh okay yeah. Saturday starting at about uh, 11 till about four. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Then we just chilled. It was just, it turned out to be a, you know, pretty nice weekend. A little windy come, what was it, uh, Sunday? Yesterday turned out to be gorgeous. Can you believe, like, September 11th, that it was 29 degrees yesterday? I know. I, I can't recall. I think it was Sunday that I cut the grass. And, no, it would have been yesterday, I think, I cut the grass. And 
Carol had been asking me mm-hmm. to do it for days. You got to get it done. Um, but it was the best scenario under which to cut, uh, cut the grass because I don't have a bag on the back of my lawnmower and I don't go back and rake it up later. Yeah. I just sort of let it lay yeah. there and then it. Oh, that's but, what they tell you to do. Right, but in the wind, it was like oh, <laughs> blow it into the nature. Boom, shirt. gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not sure where. This was interesting um, when we were um, downtown. Our first stop, and I'm not going to say where it was, but it was downtown in that kind of whole area of you know 104th, 105th, 106th, you know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Walked into a place, and it's almost lunchtime at, at this point. Uh, sat down at the the bar at a table, and we probably again sat there probably five close to ten minutes. Mm. And not one person came out to say, hi, stick list, it in it? your ear. Nothing. It went on the list. And again, we looked at each other and got up and walked out. Yeah. There was three other clients in this place. It's it's almost lunchtime, Saturday, on a busy street where you've got hundreds of people, you know, up and down at the farmer's market. And this place, absolutely no one there um, to say, hey. I know. Can I get you a menu? And, and how many menu. times have I Am said... My bar and hall menu? <laughs> the face of any uh, business is uh, the first person you meet, right? So whether it's the receptionist downstairs here at Chorus Radio, whether it's the greeter at a restaurant, that's the face of the business. And if they're not good at it... Um, that's the impression they leave with the customer. And oftentimes, and I've said it before, and people push back, and I'll try and say it the correct way this time, or, or at least get my point across, often the first person is the least experienced and the most underpaid. And it's because it's a starting position. And I'm not saying that they should be. I, in fact, I think the opposite is true. I think you should pay that person very well. Mm-hmm. I think that when you have somebody who works as a greeter or receptionist who's actually worked back of house or front of house or, or in the case of a company like ours who knows a lot about our organization, they're better mm-hmm. because they can answer those questions, they can answer them intelligently, they understand the need to get good information or to be greeted. Or, And I've done it too, where you walk into a restaurant you wait for a while, and either no one's there to tell you how long the wait's going to be to seat you, or somebody's there who doesn't care that you're there. And, and you know, again, this is over the weekend. I think last night, I want to say, for whatever reason, um, Maddie got a uh, hankering. Uh, I think it might have been your Twitter feed. Got a hankering for a specific... Uh, meal. Mm-hmm. And the uh, location, I don't want to, because it's all restaurants do this, uh, a lot of them do, so I don't want to identify the restaurant, but it's a, it's a chain restaurant okay. uh, where you can pick up and, and take. But it's quite a distance from our house. So we drove what, 20 some minutes, uh, Maddie and I, picked up food for the whole family, so looking forward to it, got it back, half the order's not in the bag. Mm. And you just like, come on. come on, check the bag, right? Yeah. Check the bag. I guess it's part of our fault, you know, we're supposed to check the, the bag as well, or it, that's the lesson that you learn now, right. is to check the bag, but yeah. But you're picking up, you got a line up behind you, they throw two big bags at you, you say, is everything in yeah. there? Yeah, it's all in there, all right? And it's always yeah. something like, you know, instead of mashed potatoes, it's fries, Mm -hmm. and it's always my wife's, (laughs) right? Uh, Or the dipping sauce is not in there for whatever reason. And you're like, ah, really? And you can't drive 25 minutes back to get the dipping sauce. Yeah. Just check the bag. Yeah. It's just, you know, when you walk into a place, have someone that at least just says, hi, I'll be right with you, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And that's the second place in two or three weeks that we've actually got up and, and left and took our money took our money elsewhere. Yeah, it's a shame because you know that there's, uh, you know, in the case of a chain, uh, there's a, a board somewhere that sits, uh, you know, a management group that comes up with all the ways that they're going to service their customer and all the products they're going to provide and, and everything, but everyone has to follow yeah. that 
or it doesn't work, right? Or there's a manager at the local level who knows how important it is for that greeting to take place and has told the staff that, and yet for whatever reason, that one staff member yeah. wasn't standing there to greet you, right? And it leaves an impression for the whole well, restaurant. We, we sat down. The one two weeks ago, we sat down at this bar. The bartender was there, was right there, filling drinks right in front of us. Did not look <laughs> up, say worst. hello for like five, ten minutes. <laughs> that is the worst. We're sitting there looking at each other, and my kid used to work <laughs> at, at this for this company. So yeah. as a bartender, so I, I kind of know how busy it is. All you have to do is look and go, I'll be right with you. You're exactly. five feet away. That's all you have to say. And then I want to stick around. Do you know, it's uh, pretty common in the bar industry. Oh, and anyway. once you know, once you hear me say this, you'll, you'll notice it. Uh, good bartenders, good bartenders, when they're really busy, will come over and say, I'll be right with you. And then slide a coaster forward. Yeah, yeah. And then they know that they've already greeted yeah. you. Or another bartender who arrives or waitress knows, oh, they've been greeted already. But if you see somebody standing there without a coaster in front of them, they haven't been greeted yet. Anyway, someone just texted, oh, the game was Saturday. You're you're right. The game was Saturday. It wasn't Friday. It was Saturday night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was Saturday night. So, yeah. And you said you were out Saturday night. So No, we weren't out Saturday night. Oh, okay. No, we did walk tails till four, came home, had a nap, then watched the the football game. Okay. (laughs) It was a a lot of walking. (laughs) (laughs) And no, the restaurant was not a place that has three initials. People are now guessing like it's a contest. Oh, no, I'm not going to, yeah, you no. know, whatever. So anyway, yeah. um, for the rest of it, though, beautiful. Although mm-hmm. the, the this week looks like fall might be here. Uh, you know what? And I'm good with that. I am actually okay with it, too. I, I don't want heavy snowfall and minus 40, but I'm okay with I don't want all the wind to, to blow all the leaves off yet. I want to have some of those kind of nice, lovely yep. fall days for exactly. the next month yep. or two. Absolutely. <laughs> How does that sound, kids? <laughs> uh, on the show today, Rob Roach from ATB Financial will be joining us. Uh, we'll be looking at uh, the arts and the economy and, and the role the two of them play together. Interesting. Uh, again, we'll do uh, the word of the day at 420-ish, plus tickets to go see Shakespeare in Love. Oh. Uh, it's a performance at uh, the Citadel Theatre the week of September 17th. So all of that, much more still to come on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. And someone texted in and said, I'm absolutely fine with a brown Christmas. Eh, you kind of want, uh, at the very least, a little snowfall on Christmas Eve, right? Make it feel... Christmas, and at least if it was fall weather, I wouldn't roll my eyes every time I see Halloween and Christmas decorations at Costco. Right? It just there's nothing worse than uh, going to Costco, 29 degrees out, and it's like, is that a Christmas tree? I was at um, the dollar store on Saturday, Sunday, Love Sunday. That place, yeah. And um, because someone texted in last week, remember I said that I was going to paint for the first time, oh, and they yeah, said there yeah. was a really good kind of utensil for mm-hmm. corner and stuff there. Mm-hmm. So I went and got that and some painter's tape and that sort of stuff. But yep, there was Halloween and Christmas decorations up. Good oh, to go. I think they might be there all year round. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, can I ask you a question? Yes, um, sir. Because you're an iPhone user? Yeah. Are you excited? They had their big launch. Well, I'm not excited about the new one because I just got my new one, which is about a generation behind or two. Yeah. Because this is a seven. Right. And eight came out. But they're talking about, you know, as they always do, an eight, an eight plus, and then the the iPhone X. Which is like the 10 or whatever it is. I guess. A thousand um, bucks a pop. thousand bucks it's supposed to be if you don't have a plan. So if you just head on down and pay in Canadian dollars, that's what it is. And I haven't looked because it irritates me every time I do. But if, you know, whatever the product reaches the store, I'm sure there'll be long lineups for mm-hmm. it. And I haven't looked to see what people, how people are reacting to it. Uh, but I did go through the features and sort of 
thought, okay, well, my Samsung actually has most of those features now, but whenever there's a new phone, there's always a faster processor or whatever. But really, in general terms, not specific to the new launch, do you care when a new phone comes out? Because I don't. No, I don't. Um, I, I care about uh, getting a new phone when my old phone craps exactly. out. That, that's when I worry about it. Then I decide what I can afford and, and what, what I want on it. And to be honest with you, I don't know. This one, the 7, I think this is the 7 that I got, um, is a little different from the one previous, but it doesn't do anything yeah. that I've noticed unless unless I just haven't read up on it and, and don't know what it's doing. To me, I, I can text on it. I can check the internet. I can get well, all my apps. Do I you, can do you find you do this? Pictures? I, I do this. I do this on, first of all, I put off getting a new phone or a new laptop as long mm-hmm. as possible or a desktop because there's going to be the setup process and, and having it set up and, and looking just the way you want it to. And, and you forget how to change the font size and all that crap that you have to do, right? Um, so I wait until it's almost given up the ghost, and so it'll be years. You remember I had a flip phone for yeah, yeah. years when everyone else had a, a smartphone. But do you find that because you become so comfortable with how your piece of electronics works, that you you want the new one to work like the old one. So you find yourself looking for the old, if it's a laptop, old, the old programs, which may or may not be compatible. On your phone, you go, okay, well, I used to have one button that did this. Like, where's that button, right? And it's like we fight the innovations mm-hmm. that they throw our way because we didn't ask for them. And that's, that's part well, of what bugs me. These new phones come out, and the features... I'm not sure if these new phones are targeting guys uh, like me, probably Guys not. like you or girls like me. I want to, you know what? I used to just want to make a phone call. Which, you know, blows the minds of phone manufacturing. You want to do what with the phone? Make a phone call. I just, now I want to make a phone call and get a good picture. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have a camera anymore. My phone is my camera. So those two things are all I want to do. But all these other things where you don't even know what the default settings are doing to you. And, and every time I have this conversation with one of my kids who they are up to date on technology. It's starting to, and maybe they're getting older, but it's starting to outrun them, too. Mm-hmm. Where they, you know, Maddie said the other day that she's absolutely confident her phone is listening to her because of the texts and ads she's getting and notifications, and she's turned everything off that she can turn off. And, and both of them, everyone in my house has iPhones except me, all three of them have turned everything off to go on a trip so that they don't use data and then gotten alerts that they're at the maximum data. And we, to the, to the life of us, we cannot, between the four of us, figure out how that's possible. There was an article written by someone, an, an editorial piece written by someone in our company last week. I think it might have been Friday or on the weekend. And he talked about exactly that. He says, my wife and I were talking about something completely random. How beautiful it would be someday to take a private jet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Something that they couldn't afford. It yep. was just, it was blue just skying, a, whatever. Sure, bucket list well, item. guess what? An ad pops an up. An ad pops up. Yeah. And he's like, why would an ad ever pop up for me on a, pro- on a private jet somewhere? We had that conversation, Carol and I, we were watching Bachelor, Bachelorette yeah. or something. And they go to Thailand. Mm-hmm. And Carol says to me, you know, that's a destination we've never thought about, Thailand. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder how expensive it is. We both got ads for Thailand. Yeah. But the thing was, she got it on her desktop. <laughs> but, I mean, if she signed in with Google and, yeah. you know... You really got to wonder if there's anything left of privacy. I suspect, well, that we're being listened to and watched all the time. You know, people, criminals who think that they are going to get away with it, 
those that do for years upon years upon years upon years, it's amazing to me because when you look, let's say, at the number of cameras that are out there, mm-hmm. the number of phones that people, you know, just everything, it's amazing to me. Yeah, and you know, I, I know we've got a, a story about the Edmonton Airport uh, or about the, uh, not the Edmonton Airport, but the uh, hotel at the Edmonton Airport mm-hmm. and the fraud with the credit cards. There's an earlier story from Edmonton Airport where people were getting their bags from flights. This happened in February, uh, going and putting them in their car and then coming back and claiming um, that they'd lost, the airline had lost their baggage. And they've they've been charged mm-hmm. because there's security cameras everywhere watching them do it. Come on. It's just... Yeah, I don't know. You're right. I don't know how anyone gets away with the crime anymore. It's uh, 2.30. Eileen Bell has the latest news headlines right now. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.